Good evening everyone and welcome to Stage Fright 2013 on the first day of the London Horror Festival. Thank you all so much for coming. Uh, we're going to be seeing three short plays today uh, which have been picked out of, of over 50 entrants who've written uh, short radio plays which can be recorded and performed live by the Wireless Theatre Company. <coughs> Uh, we've got three plays. The first play uh, is Skulk by Ben Stevens. Have you got Ben here? Great. The second play is Cool Head by Neil Walden. Have we got Neil here? And the third play is Valley House by Nathan Brooker. Where's Nathan? are going to be performed right through. They're about 15 minutes each. There's going to be no break in between them except a very short pause to reset the sound equipment. Um, and then after that, there'll be a 10 minute interval while our uh, special guest judge, Kim Newman. <laughs> while Kim considers which of the three plays to award with the Andre Delord Award, which is named after uh, the French writer of horror, one of the masters of the Grand Guignol Theatre. Um, and we'd like to think that all of the three plays performed tonight are winners of the stage right they got here, they'll be performed, recorded, and made available. The Andrew Lord Award is just that one extra sort of special thing for one of the three plays tonight. And this is Marielle, who runs the Wireless Theatre Company, and she'll <laughs> tell you a little bit about the sort of technical side of things yeah. about the company. So, hi, uh, I'm Marielle from the Wireless Theatre Company. We create original radio drama to be downloaded from our website to your iPod or MP3 player. All the plays are free. Uh, all three plays will be available on the website uh, in a couple of weeks maybe, or a week or so, depending on how quickly we edit. Um, but obviously there's only one weird winner. Uh, with a live radio recording, it's really a lot more fun if you consider yourselves part of the performance. So if you find it funny, please laugh. If you find it scary, please scream in horror. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make sure you turn your mobile phones off, but really try and relax and become part of it. Uh, you don't need to feel like you have to be quiet, because the joy of it is to really capture the audience. <laughs> Just <laughs> put my mobile phone on. Oh, right, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, so without further ado, okay, we'll start the evening with uh, Skulk. Thank you very much. get lonely. I was lonely for so long when Papa left. Mama told me that soon I'd have a little brother or sister to play with, but that wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to be part of a gang, to run free beyond our garden. It's not safe. Stay inside the wall, she'd always say. But that just made me want it more. I thought it would never happen. But then, my new friends arrived. <coughs> Mama! Mama! What is it, Joshua? A nightmare? No, it's the foxes. Outside, they're killing a child, listen! Oh, it's okay, darling. They're not killing a child. There's no one else here. We're the only ones left. Yes, Mama, but it sounds so real. There's more of them every day getting closer and closer, just waiting for me. Shh! They've got more than enough rabbits to eat out there. 
and there's the wall to keep them out. Now I need you to be a big, brave boy for me and go back to sleep. Yes, Mama. I'll be a brave boy. There. Hmm. Now that should take your mind off them. Go to sleep. I love you, Joshua. I love you too. Now, you remember what I keep telling you? Yes. Yeah. We must keep strong until Papa returns with the others. Good boy. Sleep well. Hello, sweetheart. Have you finished peeling the potatoes? You can help me with the weeding now if you like. Oh, Mama, are you okay? Yes. It was just the baby kicking. Do you want to feel? No. Go on, it won't bite. Please, Mama, I don't want to. What's the matter? Is Papa okay? Why hasn't he sent someone to tell us he's safe? Iovovich isn't that far away. Shh, now. He'll be back for us soon. He's a man of his word. Maybe he's never coming back. Joshua Lovelock, I don't ever want to hear you talk like that again. Your father is a very brave man. But what about the bad men and the foxes? Won't they hurt, Papa? You said the veil was dangerous. You said, never leave this garden, Joshua. Promise me with all your heart... Oh, that's you... enough! Here. Take these shears and trim the lawn. It needs to be pristine for when your father returns. You know how much he loves to sit in the garden, so we don't want to disappoint him now, do we? These plants over here are dead, Mama. Why don't I cut them down too? Wait. Wait, those are fairy bells. Don't touch the seed pods. They're poison. Oh, oh. <coughs> oh Joshua. <coughs> Joshua, please speak to me. Did you inhale the spores? Funny taste in my mouth, Mother. Like hot ash. It'll be okay, I promise. Can you walk? Quickly, let's get you inside the house. I'll fetch an emetic. That's it. Wipe your mouth and lie down on the sofa. Oh, you've been such a brave boy. Ah! Try to keep calm. I'll make a poultice. Oh, Joshua, you must try not to scratch. Mommy, burn! Mommy, burn! We need to get you out of these clothes and into bed. Don't try to walk. I'll carry you. That's it. Do what you're told, Joshua. Mama knows best. Always trying to scare me about the veil. I'm not scared anymore. I'm among friends now. How are you feeling, darling? Did you sleep? I brought you another poultice. No more burning. I feel good today. Let me have a look at you. Oh, they've completely gone. That's wonderful. 
You still need to rest, though. I'll go and check on the rabbit snares while you stay in bed. Come to the window, brother. Who said that? Outside the window. Come. You're scaring me. Have no fear. The plant has opened your mind. You are one with us now, brother. I don't see you. <laughs> You're a fox. We are the skulk. We hunt. We feed. Since the day of the poison, we are different, stronger. Man knows nothing of the fire in us. We smell the blood on the wind. Feel it in our heads. Are you going to hurt me and Mama? You are our brother. But she... Her mouth is full of snakes. And she carries a devil in her belly. Stop it. You're making my head hurt. She will betray you. See how she imprisons you. She loves me. It's for my own good. We will come for you tonight, brother. We will free you. The ravening will come. Be ready. Oh. oh, you startled me, Joshua. I must have drifted off. How long have you been stood there for? A while. Why are you staring at my tummy like that? Singing. What is? Your belly. Are you feeling okay? It hurts my head. I think the fairy bells are still affecting you. Let me feel your forehead. Why are you flinching away from me? Can't you hear that horrible song? There's no one singing, Joshua. Make it stop! Ah! Ah! Don't ever do that again! You could have seriously hurt Mummy! Go to your room at once and think about what you've done! We have come. You came back for me. See how she imprisons you again. Open the door. We will feed, tear, shred, feast. We are legion. The ravening begins. Joshua! But they're my friends. No, it's the delirium. You don't know what you're saying. I'll fetch the shotgun. The cellar's our only hope. If we wait it out down there, they might lose interest. But what about Papa and the others? He's... What? He's been sad for a long time. The war. What came after? It was too much. He loved you very much, but... I don't think we'll see him again. That's not true. He'll come back for me. See how she snared you. How the snakes writhe in her mouth, brother. It'll just be you and me now. I'll never let anything happen to you. It's your fault. You made him go away. Man will fall. The land will be clean. Tear, shred, feed. Blood in our mouths. Good feasting, brothers. Man will fall. The land will be clean. Tear, 
Shred. Feed. Blood in our mouths. You're really starting to scare me now, Joshua. Good feasting, brothers. Wait. What are you doing? As I got to the door, I turned and looked at Mama. She looked just as beautiful as ever. But then I heard the awful devil's song again from her tummy. And I knew what to do. Joshua, please. No! No! Put it here. You, you, you can't put it there. You'll have to think of somewhere else. Where? Look, it'll have to go there for now. Christ! What? It won't leak, will it? It should be all right. It'll be done up in something inside. Tin foil, probably. Some sort of wrapper. What have we done? Just. Keep a cool head. Remember that we've done the hard part now. The rest of it is just, you know. What? Admin. What if anyone saw us? Well, they did see us. We've been on the bus for the last 45 minutes. That's how you do it. You get seen, but you don't get noticed. What if? Someone comes to the door now, what do we do? They won't. But what if they do? We'll brazen it out. And if they spot the box? We'll put a pot plant on it or something. Is it cold? The box, I mean. No, it's all right. They must insulate them, like a picnic hamper. Come on, time to get it over with. I'll open it, shall I? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, um, not yet. What's up? Nothing. J just give me a minute. Yeah? It's uh, surprisingly small, isn't it? It looks about head size to me. It was all heads in there, was it? They didn't have any whole bodies. No, just stacks of these on shelves. A vault full of heads. God, <laughs> creepy. 
Don't think like that. Neuropreservation. That's what they call it. They just remove the head and stick it in something to preserve it. Bit like pickled onions. What do they do with the bodies? They just get rid of them. Bury them. Burn them. The usual. I can't, I can't believe they, they do all that round here. Well, they've got to do it somewhere. Although the company keeps pretty quiet about it. Premier Preservation, they're called. If you ask anyone around here, they'll tell you that they're furniture restorers. It's only because they order stuff from us that I got to find out what really goes on. <laughs> Don't suppose we'll find them in the yellow pages, though. Pass us that book. Let's have a look. Cryogenics. Alphabetically speaking, that should be next to curry houses, shouldn't it? Or maybe they're in the frozen section. <laughs> next to bird's eye. Frozen heads. As fresh as the moment when the neck went snap. <laughs> Don't talk like that. I'm really struggling to... You know. Get your head round it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I didn't hear anything. Yes, you did. It came from the box. It couldn't have done. Or if you did, it must have been... The air escaping. It was whispering. No. It will just be adjusting to the temperature in here. Look, we'll get through this. Just remember, this whole thing is for us. This is for our new life. We are not going back to stationary. Printer cartridges, pens and elastic bands and all that. Do you, do you think that they get a new life as well? Who? The Eds. Do you believe that they can be thawed out and brought back? Well, no one knows, do they? They're still at the freezing stage at the moment. If they are able to defrost them and they're still in working order, then what happens next? It doesn't matter. Don't think about it. I can't help it. I mean, I mean, what does happen? You can't just pick up your life where you left off, can you? You can't just continue with the book you were halfway through reading, that sort of thing. Don't worry about it. The biggest shock must be when they take a look down. Imagine that. Nothing. You can't do anything. You're just a head. All you can do is wear a hat. Maybe some sunglasses if it's a nice day. They wouldn't leave him as just a head, would they? They'd stick it on a body, assuming it's possible. Remember... The whole thing is just a hobby for people with more money than sense. Just treat it like, well, like it's not a person. It's just a bargaining tool as far as we're concerned. We tell the relatives that we've got the head and they pay us to get it back. Simple as that. They can do what they like with it after that. Have a kick around for it as far as I care. Has anyone ever ransomed a frozen head before? It's not a head. It's the prospect of a future for their relatives. That's what we sell it as. Remember that. Treat it like we're advertising one of those retirement homes. It's almost not stealing at all. The biggest crooks aren't us. It's the wealthy head owners. All the people at Premier who froze the head in the first place. They're the ones taking advantage of the weak and scared. Come on. Let's have a look. Hang on. What? Have you ever done anything like this before? No. Well, I've nicked stuff, of course I have, but not this. It's a new crime, isn't it? A crime where no one gets hurt. That's what it is. Oh, come on, 
Let's see who we've got. I can't wait any longer. Suppose we don't recognise them. Well, I don't suppose we will. It'll probably just be some local councillor or a judge or something. But there'll be something in there to tell us who it is. They wouldn't risk getting them all jumbled up, would they? They'd probably tattoo a number on them. If necessary, we can always send a picture back to Premier Preservation and let them identify them themselves. They'll know. Oh, well, that's not going to look suspicious at the photo booth down at the train station, is it? Us photographing a head? Besides, we can't send them a head and shoulders picture. He hasn't got any shoulders. Do you, do you think they'll notice it's missing? Might take a while. I don't suppose they call a morning register. Anyway, they'll still be unloading the stationery order from the pallet, too busy counting the packets of blue tack to notice a missing head. When they do notice, and they think back, they'll be able to work out that it was us. Maybe, but they won't be able to trace us. We're never going back to the warehouse, are we? We've left the company van up at the reservoir and got the bus back. I told you, that's why we did it that way. We're in the clear. Besides, when they do find out, they're bound to want to keep the robbery quiet. Robberies aren't good for business anywhere, let alone there. What if they don't pay the ransom? They will. But what if they don't believe us? They don't believe that, we, that we've got the head. What then? We'll prove it to them. How? I don't know. I'll send them an ear. Oh, God. We can't do that. Why not? Because we can't. We'd never get it off if it's frozen. And besides, that'll be about a quarter of the hostage gone straight away. And then, then what about if he's defrosted later on and he's alive again and he finds out he's only got one ear? You're, you're making problems. It's going to be okay. Now, come on. Let's get it over with. Are you ready? Go on, then. What can you see? Nothing yet. Is it cold now? What do you think? What is it? I don't know. There's some sort of internal covering over it. It's not how I thought. There's something on top. I think he's wearing a... I don't know, a, a bobble hat or something. No, 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 it's like something the Queen Mother would wear. Oh, God, I don't like this. Oh. Come on, you were all right a minute ago. Yeah, well, you've got my nerves jangling now. You'll have to do it. I'm not doing it. Why not? Scared of catching dandruff? No. You were the one who's been swanning around with it. Sticking it on the luggage rack on the bus. You do it. Hang on. What's this? What? I don't know. There's, there's something here. It looks like writing. A label? Yeah. It's just some initials. They'll probably be the initials of the owner of the head. What do they say? P.M. What's that? Post-mortem. They're all post-mortem. I don't know, then. Come on. Must mean something. Think outside the box. <laughs> Personnel manager. Maybe they file them under the job description. Could be. Or Perry Mason. How about Perry Mason? He's a fictional character. Paul Martin, then. Who's he? He presents Floggett on the telly. He's still alive. Oh, God. It's like charades, this, isn't it? H hang on. What if it is a job description? Not just any job, but the most important job in the country. Postman. 
No. It's the PM, isn't it? It's the Prime Minister. He's still alive, though, isn't he? As far as you can tell. Not all of them are, though. There's been hundreds of them over the years. Think. Premier Preservation. And they've been freezing their heads. Among others, yes. And all those in the Prime Minister range get a PM sticker on the inside. Nah, that's too far-fetched. I mean, why, for God's sake? I don't know. To analyse them, I suppose, and then bring them back. They're leaders, ain't they? They can regenerate them like Doctor Who when the country is in time of need. It's probably some sort of government initiative. Which Prime Minister have we got, then? Stanley Baldwin? Lord George? Oh, no. What? It was wearing a stupid hat. So? A woman's type of hat. How many women Prime Ministers have there been? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we'd seen the last of her. Well, it looks like she's out, out, out now, all right. I'm not having her head in the house. Look, Sam, don't do anything rash. I mean, we'll get a fortune for her. MI5 will be on us more like. We need to get shot of it fast. Can't we give it back? Tell him we picked it up by mistake. No one will believe that. It'll be all over the papers, won't it? Half kidnappers, half, you know, body snatchers. Snatcherism, they'll probably call it. We don't know it, sir. I mean, she was lying in state. There was this big, expensive funeral and everything. and She had a head then. No. No, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Pass me that piece of paper again. It can't be PM. It must be something else. It's odd writing, though, isn't it? I mean, that P looks funny. Hang on. Let's try it the other way up. What does it say? W-D, by the look of it. W-D, W-D. Who's that in? William, Duke of Normandy. Who the hell's he? William the Conqueror. Oh, that's really likely, isn't it? We've moved from Prime Ministers to Kings now, have we? W-D-40, then. Who's W-D-40? An oil tycoon. What about... Uh, no, hang on. Hang on. There is one possibility. Oh, no. What? Please tell me it's not Walt Disney. The Walt Disney? How many Walt Disneys do you know? Actually, that would make sense. Of course it would. Would it? What do you mean? There was always a sort of rumour that Walt Disney had had his body frozen. There was all that rubbish. Or at least, I thought it was rubbish. That he had his frozen body stored under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at one of the theme parks. <laughs> they must have taken it to England for storage. When? After he died. Yeah, but when was that? I don't know, do I? Back in the 60s, I suppose. I'll have a rummage round and see if they've stamped his passport, shall I? Oh, go on, get him out. Let's have a look at him. Oh, you've changed your tune. Yeah, it's different now that I know who he is. Oh, right. You needed a formal introduction, did you? Oh, move out of the way. Just, just treat it with respect, will you? What's all this respect all of a sudden? Well, if it's Walt Disney, he deserves respect. I mean... He made Pocahontas. And the Jungle Book, for that matter. He helped me through my childhood, my formative years. They were hard times, and I don't want to repay him by desecrating his corpse. It'll be all right. Come on, let's have a look. Treat him with dignity. It's all right. I'm not going to stick a set of Mickey Mouse ears on him. What is it? I don't believe it.
Oh, Disney is in there, isn't he? What do you think? Have a feel. No, no, I won't. Go on. No, it's not a lucky dip. Just tell me. All right, then. Uh, let's just have a little listen instead, shall we? No, no, I don't know about you, but I can't hear him whispering, I'm the king of the swingers. What's going on? Why did I trust you? You should have done the diversion. I should have been the one who went down for the head. It's not Disney, then? No, I think we could safely say that WD is not Walt Disney. No? Well, I'm glad. But nothing's changed, is it? We can still ransom it, whoever it is. Can we? Can we really? Come on, then. WD. WD. Any other ideas? I don't know. Just tell me. No, you tell me. What did you do when you got inside Premier's offices? You know what I did. We rehearsed it often enough. We carried the boxes of stationery in. You kept them talking. Then when no one was looking, I let myself into the secure area. Then? Well, I went downstairs, and there they were, all stacked in this big tile room. Which way did you turn at the bottom of the stairs? I don't know, but it was a room full of heads. I saw them. You sure you weren't in the staff canteen? No, I couldn't have been. You must have been. There's no head in there. It's a bloody cake. <laughs> no, it's definitely a head. Where is it then? Well, it must have rolled down the bottom. There's nothing in there. Not unless they decided to stick a layer of marzipan and icing on its head to keep him from getting peckish on his journey to the afterlife. Go on, take a look. Well, what does WD stand for then? Gold nose. So we've got nothing to ransom? Oh, I suppose we could send the ransom note to Mr Kipling. Well, let's just treat it as a dry run. We'll go again tomorrow. Or go for a jug of custard and a few serviettes, you mean? Look, I'm not stupid. When I left the preservation place, it was definitely a hit. It's a cake now. Well, if we've got the cake, who the bloody hell has got the frozen head? It's been a long day, hasn't it? Oh, that bus journey seemed to go on forever. I know. I'm rather glad to put my feet up. Oh, let's have that cup of tea. You know, I fancy a nice slice of that walnut and date cake. Oh, yes, that would be nice. My word, they've wrapped that up well. <laughs> Oh, it's just as well, really. It would have got terribly bashed about on that bumpy bus ride. Here we are, still nice and cold. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious! Marion! Come and have a look at this! right ahead. This place is going to have Wi-Fi, isn't it? It's a 17th century farmhouse. So? So no. 
I don't think so. I don't think it has electricity. What? No electricity? Oh. <sighs> Gabe, where are we going for this weekend? The 1630s? We're getting away from it all. This is supposed to be a holiday. I know that, but we go to print tomorrow. I'm pretty sure the fashion page of the Kentish Town Gazette can get off okay without you. I suppose you're right. I mean, it's not like we're not going to have any mobile phone signal or anything. I mean, this is England, after all. This is Wales. We're in Wales. You know what I mean. Left turn ahead. And I think you overestimate Vodafone's omnipotence. I can't get a signal in the fish aisle at Sainsbury's. Uh, that's why I'm with O2. Turn left ahead, and then you have reached your destination. But what's up with this now? Bitch be fucking crazy. Sally, what are you doing? Well, she said you have reached your destination, but it's just a forest. Where's the house? Ah, I remember. It's up through the trees. You have to do the last bit on foot. On foot? The road gets too narrow. It's about 300 yards. And you didn't think to tell me this earlier, like when we were packing? What about the bags, Gabe? I'll carry them. You have reached your destination. Great. Oh, this is lovely. (sighs) Go on without me. Oh, come on, Gabe. (laughs) What have you got in these suitcases? These cottages. How many? Six? Eight? They are so cute! (laughs) My aunt's house is right at the top. See? It's just the same as I remember it. Oh, number five have spotted us. What? Number five. The old lady's looking out. See the top window? There's a woman. Nosey Parker. (laughs) Next door's at it as well. (laughs) And... (sighs) Oh my God. Gabe, look. On the other side of the street, too. The next house. And the next one. Every house in the hamlet, look. They're all watching us. What are they doing? They're just staring. This is fucking weird. Just keep going. Yes, we're two out-of-towners with shiny iPhones. (laughs) You've had a good look now. Kindly go back to your own business. Jesus, they really know how to make you feel welcome, don't they? Come on. It's getting dark. Oh, it looks like it's going to rain. Here we are. Valley House. Oh, it's beautiful. I told you. I came here once as a little kid. Since my aunt died, it's been practically empty. Oh, I love these flagstone floors. And in here, oh, this sitting room is amazing. Look at these leather chairs. Oh, let's get some brandy out, can we? Okay, sure. This is going to be great. (laughs) We can snuggle up like a great big cliche. Just you, me and a rug in front of a log fire. And look, they do have electricity. (laughs) Calm down. Jesus, that scared the life out of me. just a fuse. Why don't you take the stuff up to the bedroom and I'll go and find the fuse box. Okay. (laughs) See if this torch works. 
Huzzah. Now, the fuse box. Are you down here? Aha, uh -huh. what's this? One pre-war provincial fuse box. God, what's that? It's not mice, is it? Sally will flip out. You're our little secret, Mousy. Got that? Now, just need to grab a stool. Ah, perfect. Fuse line up here. On, 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 off. There you go. Man, man fix problem. <laughs> What's this down here? Wallpaper. It's like a mural. Tiny handprints. That's odd. Maybe I did it as a child. Tiny handprints on the wall. Smeared in... Isn't that blood? Holy fucking Christ, what is this? Gabe? Where are you, Gabe? No, she can't see it. Ah. There you are. Oh, the lights have gone off. You had them working a second ago. Yeah, sorry, this thing's on the blink. I, I'll have it sorted soon, though. Okay, I'll, I'll just put dinner on. Sure. Oh, and by the way, we have mice. I heard them scratching, so try not to freak out. No, I won't. <laughs> now, let's have another look. Wait, these aren't handprints. It's the old wallpaper coming through the paint. Old red tulips. Jesus, Gabe, get a grip. And I told you to be quiet. Hmm? Mmm, that was delicious. Thanks. What do you call it? I call it garlic bread. Garlic bread. <laughs> Your mother's recipe, right? It's an Italian thing. Look, it's not my fault nothing else in the kitchen works. Well, I'm sure it does. We just need to find out how to use it. I'll call my dad in the morning. He'll know what to do. Are there any beers left? Yeah, sure. They're in the kitchen. You want one? Yes, please. I can hear that bloody mouse again. Here you go. Do you want me to take a look? Oh, no, don't bother. Thunder and lightning now. Did you see that? Come, stand next to me at the window. Come on. Oh, I love the sound of the rain. Makes me feel safe. It's beautiful, isn't it? This part of the country. Even in the pissing rain. <laughs> I know I've complained a lot, but this was a lovely idea. Thanks. Whoa, did you see that? <laughs> Must be really close. I used to stay up with my dad and count between the lightning and the thunder. One, two, three. That's how you tell how far away it is? I think he'd have liked you, Gabe. I hope so. Your mother sure doesn't. Uh, she does. She's just old-fashioned. 
She thought I'd have settled down with a baby by now. Well, we're reasonably settled, aren't we? Maybe. Jesus, Gabe. Did you see that? See what? There was someone in the garden. Get out of it. No, there was. There wasn't. It's just the light playing tricks. No, look, there's a little girl. No. Sally, wait. We've got to let her in, Gabe. Gabe, she'll catch her death out there. Hang on. Hang on, I'm coming. Sally! Come on, come in. Gabe, get some towels. Oh, there, there, precious. Are you okay? Who is she? Here. You can dry your hair with this. Oh, give it to me, I'll do it. There. Well, that's better. What's your name? Elizabeth. Well, what's wrong? Do you live in the village? Yes. Come by the stone. What are you doing on your own out there? Hiding. Hiding? Who from? From them. Who? Someone outside? Oh, my God. Gabe, look. It's a fucking mob coming down the valley. Lock the front door. Sally. Sally, they're all wearing masks. It's like a pagan ritual. Listen. Don't worry, Elizabeth. We won't let them take you. Gabe, call the police. I'll get my phone. But they're not after me. What? They've come for you. They've been digging. My God, the cellar. Gabe. Gabe. (laughs) Sally. Get away from her. Get away. What are you saying? What are they going to do? This house is where we met for mass. Mrs Crowley was our leader. My aunt? She told us this day would come. What day? What day? You shouldn't have let me in. No. No, please. Please.
everyone. Thank you very much. And first of all, massive congratulations uh, to Neil, Ben and Nathan for their place that you saw in the first half. And so many thanks to the Wildest Theatre Company for once again coming on and putting these plays together for us. Uh, really fantastic. <laughs> I think I speak for everyone in uh, doing the, uh, the acclaim for the high standard of the entries. Uh, could the three authors stand up? <laughs> would, you, would you eye each other warily for a bit? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, obviously, yeah, well done for getting this far. And uh, no, no, there's no, yeah, obviously the non-confident ones sit down first. Um, I'm not going to draw this out and, and refer, as I say, I, th I thought all the, all the plays tonight had lots of really cool things in. Um, but uh, for me, uh, the winner uh, was um, Cool Head by Neil Walden. Points for gruesome and funny. Um, if he would come here and receive this, this gong. And make an embarrassing speech. Oh, I'm not going to come up there. Don't make a speech, I'll give it to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, this is the greatest moment of my career. <laughs> oh, sorry, I get so emotional. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Haven't you got a mother or yeah. <laughs> what, to give parents? Agents? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Richard Attenborough? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So once again, just thank you all so much for coming. Thank you so much to all the writers, everyone who entered, everyone who's performed tonight, particularly of course to Nathan, to Ben and to Neil. And uh, yeah, have a great night.